This doll is made of porcelain. Um, and so once it hits the ground, like its feet shatter. I mean, the next day it took us like three hours just to put the doll's legs and, and feet back together with, with glue and, and tape and all sorts of stuff. Um, what was really significant about that is as soon as that happens, there's this entity that starts to present itself to me and it's referring to himself or itself as number one. The voice that you were just listening to came from Josh Hurt himself while recently investigating a specific area of the building that he calls Gracie's room. He would soon discover a new phenomena, something that is far beyond our comprehension, our understanding, something so powerful that it presents itself as a number, not a name. When Josh told us about this new phenomenon, our entire crew was on edge because we had no idea what this entity was capable of. We did not know how it would affect us, our equipment. We had no idea what we were in for. All we knew is that this entity was considered highly dangerous. Something that is on a completely different level that stands in a class of its own. The following presentation and story you are about to see is simply the evidence, our findings of what we captured while being involved in investigating the claims and documentation of number one. My paranormal experience. The opportunity to, to return back to Malvern Manor is truly an honor. Majority of negativity around here seems to be dealing with this entity that's calling itself number one. Likes to remind you that, hey, don't forget you're at the Malvern. Who has arrived? It knows what you're thinking. It knows what you want to do, what you're going to do. And I could see the stark figure above me. Spirits of Malvern Manor, we are here. I heard four really heavy boots that I was crazy. It was a profound experience. And it only said two words. It said, bring God. I actually witnessed this, but I did not tell my husband what I saw because I didn't want him to think I was nuts. It was proven to me. They're here. They're around us. He's traveling that distance in less than a second. He is moving that fast. And I don't know if it's good or bad, ancient. Whatever is happening in here, the attic is, my opinion, the heartbeat. There's too much weird stuff that's happening to me. Maybe it's the magnetic field that I feel, and I, I can't explain it. It was so intense, and it was so, you need to get out of here now. It was foggy, it was misty. I've never seen anything like that in my life. It looked like it didn't have a mouth or a nose. All of a sudden, they see these fingers come across the door frame. I was scared for my life at that point. And it was smiling with the most evil grin that I've ever seen. Kind of makes you think that maybe it was an attachment. Was this a case of mistaken identity? Or did we just witness something that we can't explain? If I seem nervous, I am. 
It still has a hold on me. I don't know how to put words to what I experienced. It's just like we were being taunted by whatever it was that was up there. It took me out of the 100% skepticism to 100% believer. This, this is, is my paranormal experience. It's an amazing experience being able to come back here. The opportunity to, to return back to Malvern Manor is truly an honor. We came back two years ago. We met with Josh Hurd for the first time ever. During our first visit here, we got the tour. We got the initial history that the darkness that this building has. But we didn't truly get to experience what this location has to offer as far as the hauntings go. Right now, we are making our way down to the Shadowman Hallway, where two years ago, Scotty and myself and Beth was here investigating. Well, we're like exploring and, you know, we're here. We're the only ones in here right now. Josh is not here with us. And Kara, our lead camera operator here. She's gonna, she's been feeling some weird stuff since we got in here. So we're gonna kind of just go with the flow and see what she, what she feels. So, let's go. Spirits of Malvern Manor, we are here. This is also what we kind of call the Shadowland Hallway. Just when you start to get comfortable, you get that little nagging feeling like something is off or something is, someone is watching you. Um, things start moving around, you know, just as soon as you get comfortable, it likes to remind you that, hey, don't forget you're at the Melbourne. I'm Nathan, this is Scotty, this is Kara. We come with respect. We have come to learn your story. Last time we were here, we didn't get a lot of time. But we're here for four days. We're going to let you come to us and tell your story. The majority of negativity around here seems to be dealing with this entity that's calling himself or itself number one. Josh Hurd is a local paranormal investigator in Iowa. He's also the co-owner of one of the most haunted locations in America known as Malvern Manor. And when we met with him, he gave us one of the darkest stories that I think I have ever heard in my years of paranormal investigating. Whatever the significance of that is, I have no idea. What I do know is every case study that I've ever looked into where a spirit or entity is referring to itself as a number, it's never been a positive experience. This is Kara's first time to ever step foot inside the manor, and her first investigation starts now. I'm feeling this heat come up behind my neck. That's me. 
thing behind my head. I'm trying not to look at it. This is our first official investigation of Malvern Manor. And we started off in the Shadowman hallway. Carol wanted to do a scrying session. So I decided, we decided to set up a camera right next to her. And Scotty and I went around the corner down the hallway so that way we wouldn't contaminate what she was trying to do. Who takes care of this floor? start to get up and a voice said he's right behind you and I go to look up into the mirror and I could see this dark figure above me and I felt what felt like hands coming down on my shoulders like this but like up here. As Kara is doing her scry session it feels like something is trying to wrap their arms around me. What is this key for? Too much. Yo, sorry, I'm not hey, trying fuck. to... Sorry, oh. hey. I'm not trying to, like, interrupt your session, but, dude, something just, like, I felt this sensation of something, like, trying to, like, wrap its arm around me. Me? From, from No, from me. Yes, that's what I just said in the camera. There's something big wrapping itself around my neck and it's warm and I'm gonna try to ignore it. And at the same time, I feel like something is trying to wrap their arms around me. And, and I can I could feel something like doing this to my to my body, like trying to grab me. And I was like, ugh, it just it, it felt weird. Who was that? It's him. Who was that? It's him. Like in my own personal experience, I was in Gracie's room and I'm sitting in her room and I'm just having a conversation using a geoport, right? Asking her stupid things like, how was your day? This is just things that I do around this place, right? So as I'm sitting there and I'm asking her these questions, she immediately says, he's coming. Like, what does that mean? He's coming, he's coming, he's here. And then here comes this nasty, gravelly, deep, dark, male sounding voice. Initially it starts off with like this little giggle, right? Like this weird laughing. And he says, I will get you. This thing seems to be very next level. It's almost like it's five steps ahead of you at all times. It knows what you're thinking. It knows what you want to do, what you're going to do. Eventually then got to the point where I just said, what if I just tried to get rid of you? And it only said two words. It said, bring God. My paranormal experience. 
Okay, wait. Have I have you told me about it? No. Okay. We literally it was in the dead of winter and it was so hard to investigate because every room was so cold. But I knew at some point we were going to go dark for a little bit and Scotty and, and the rest of us, you know, we were like, "Hey, let's put a camera up in the attic and let it let it roll with the static uh, motion sensor and just see if we capture anything. And we probably left it up there for, I don't know, a good 30 minutes or so. So, Kara, I'll give you the lowdown of what I went through here. This experience that I faced, it, to this day, sticks with me. It's, it's actually very, it was a profound experience for me. While we were transitioning into investigations, you know, switching from one location to the other, I forgot that I had that camera up there rolling. So I decided, hey, Scotty, come with me. Let's go up to the attic, because I don't want to go alone. I, I just feel like that's not a good thing to do that. They had Josh had this light that had like a red bulb in it, and it, it, when you turned the light on, it, it created this like red, red sphere very ambient type of a look to it up, up in the attic. Oh, that's be exact, that's that's the light right there. I got to about right here, started walking down the staircase, but about midway down, that light went off. I mean, it completely turned itself off. It, you could actually hear like the clicking of someone pulling the string and it turned it off. And it turns out, I'm not the only one who has experienced the same encounter. Well, I decided I was going to take just a little Taz cam recorder that I have, and I was going to put it up in the attic, let it roll for a half hour, hour, and just see what I captured, right? When Josh retrieves his recording, there is only three minutes, but that three minutes is his most sinister moment. This was a physical manipulation of the pull string of this of this light. I was able to turn it right back on. It was no big deal. Like I turned it on and went about my business. And just like my experience, the light goes out again. Now I'm getting a little scared. So I said, who are you? And again, there was this nasty, gravelly laugh, this giggle that, if I'm being honest, I mean, it makes your skin crawl. It kind of like chills you to the bone, right? It was enough to make me say, okay, that's enough and get right back down the steps. Meanwhile, back upstairs with us. I got to the bottom of the staircase. There was a shadow right here and it jumped down oh at me in a backup. Yeah, Scotty, I was I went I was in like I backed up into the deal because it like it got me that bad. And I said, "Run, run now!" This shadow was so fast that it made me jump, and I you know I fall into the wall, 
And Scotty, being his first time being here, you know, I went into panic mode and I just said, run. Just like Josh told us from the beginning, something about this addict is off. What I do know is whoever or whatever this is does not enjoy the company of others. Um, we've had numerous people get run out of here and they're never coming back. And now I have to leave. I don't feel like I should be here. I gotta get down. Here. Okay, be careful. You might have to pass that down to him. That camera. You got it? Okay. Son of that was heavy. What the hell? Yo, I'm gonna just flat say it, man. Something remembers me up there. <sighs> like, I just started getting that weird feeling like you gotta leave. Like, you're not, you, you can't be here right now. We decide to continue our investigation downstairs. Where do you want us to come hang out with you at? West. Several West. This is the west side. Upstairs or what? Is right here fine? You said west. This is the west part of the building. Form. I feel like it's got form, halo. Well, we were talking about in West. the air earlier, something like your halo, you know? Yeah. Arrived. Who has arrived? Tonight, I mean, the next few days, right, that you guys are, like, out doing your thing, just understand that, like, if you ever get to a point in the investigation where it just stops, and it's like, oh, it's basically flatlined, it's doing nothing, the house isn't responding, just understand that it's probably him or it or whatever, but it's number one that's basically amping up. Halo. Form halo. Well, we were talking about in the air earlier, something like your halo, you know? Yeah. Arrived. Who has arrived? As we're investigating inside by the staircase area. Scotty's asking questions, we're getting some responses, and then all of a sudden this word comes through that says, arrived. Arrived. Who has arrived? And almost instantly, the entire house just goes flat. There's no activity, absolutely nothing else is going on. So understand that all of these resident spirits that we have around here, like, are most likely, they're terrified of this. They, they don't like they don't like this entity, whatever it is. They're terrified of them. To us yesterday, it got quiet. Like, so, not a voice. Yep, exactly. Came through. It was so many voices, I had to tell it to be quiet. Yep. And then when he's here, he's here, not a voice. Nothing, no, no names, no, 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 
the, the normal banter, the normal everything that happens in this place, right? Like it just stops. It's not the same building. It's weird, right? But that's. As Josh is talking about number one, his audio captures a very odd voice. Everything that happens in this place, right? Like it just stops. It's not the same building. It's weird, right? But that's everything that happens in this place, right? Like it just stops. It's not the same building. It's weird, right? But that's the level of paranormal events we are experiencing is something on a whole different level. We have to be alert. Number one is listening. My paranormal experience. My paranormal experience. So it's night three of our investigation here at Malvern Manor. And we have asked Josh Hurd to join us for this investigation because he knows this building better than anyone. He knows what the hauntings are. He knows what this building is capable of. Yeah. It makes sense. Can we speak to him right now? Number one, come forward. And he starts talking to number one. Asking if he can speak to him. Or asking it to come forward and speak to us. And in the process, he gets a response that says, now. Can we speak to him right now? Number one, come forward. I'm here and I feel something on my arm. Look at my arm. Oh, shit. He said I'm here for sure. Look at my hair on my arm. I never thought I had that much. <laughs> Did you go back down the stairs? Can you shut that door? As we are ending our session, I'm walking down the staircase when something suddenly rushes in front of me. Yeah, kind of. So these crawl spaces over here. Yeah. Like it goes back and around. Whoa, holy No, I heard that. Whoa. Something came at you, bro. Dude, holy But when I get to the bottom of the stairs, I, I hear and feel these ridiculous, heavy, 
the most loudest footstep, like boots running, like rushing at me that I've ever heard. And it was running directly at me. Oh my God. What? Oh, mother. I'm about to take a break. Wait, what wait, happened? Just something. Just something called ass down this hallway, dude. I heard what? every Look foot. Chill bumps, dude. Like, that's everywhere. I heard four really heavy boot steps coming down the hall. And at first, I thought it was just Kara following me down the steps. And that's kind of when I realized, like, no, that didn't come from the staircase. That was coming from the hallway. Those that are so, watching number right now. Number one. Um, we're a little excited, a little freaked out, sorry. But when things like this happen so suddenly, it's hard not to react like this. Like, especially in those situations. So it's just, that was weird. Crazy weird. Oh, yeah. I don't believe that there's just evil and negative type spirits here. During our first tour in 2020, Josh took us to a specific room in the Shadowman hallway that I have felt drawn to since we have been back here. The history behind this room is tragic. There was a lady that was brought into this room. Uh, she was only in her mid-30s, so she was quite young. Right. She was dropped off by her husband, which... Oh, wow. Apparently, that was something you could just do back in the day. Right. However, she obviously thought, my husband doesn't love me. He doesn't find me attractive, right? Mm -hmm. This became quite the obsession for her, so much so, like, she would stand right here at the sink, looking into the mirror, and she would pluck the hair out of her head like one by one by one till it was even shorter than mine um, because of all of this obsessive type of behavior we do know that she was very heavily medicated now her body didn't really respond well to the medication uh, she stopped eating she stopped drinking she quite literally just wasted away because of this story i want to try and make a connection Rebecca, are you in here with me? I am. I am. Oh my god. Rebecca, we're here. Rebecca, we're I'm right here. Hi. Hey. I am. I am. Oh my god. Rebecca, we're here. Rebecca, I'm we're right here. Are you in a better place? <gasps> Number one. Oh my god, that was crazy. It said number one. Yeah. Uh, that was loud. It came dude. up to my head. Like I've got chills, dude. Did y'all see how I moved at the exact same time? And as quickly as I made a connection, the session is stopped. <gasps> Number one! Ah, Out loud! I come up behind me at the exact same time! My paranormal experience. 
So just moments ago, I was in room 7, trying to establish a connection with Rebecca. Rebecca, are you in here with me? I am. I am. Oh my god. Rebecca, we're here. Rebecca, we're I'm right here. Hi. As I was getting responses from what I believe to be her spirit, number one comes through. <gasps> number one! Because our session was interrupted, we feel that it's a need to try to reconnect with her using an EVP recorder. What room did you stay in? You let us know that we'll come in there and talk to you in your in your safe spot. And what we capture is very very shocking. And we had to actually go back to base camp to review the audio because the response is so faint. There's like an emphasis on the way she said it. I'm here. Like, I'm the person. Pick this up and review it. Okay. It's been, it's been really good coming back for the second time and getting to experience the house the way it's supposed to be experienced. I feel like this building can come to life. And I feel like it chooses who it's going to show itself to. It chooses how it's going to manifest for people. During our first investigation, we had already encountered number one and didn't even realize it. And this is only feet from where Josh received the same exact response. She immediately says, he's coming. whatever reason that night we were chosen to know just a little bit more about what or who this is. The amount of activity we've had right off the bat, it's been pretty intense, you know. <gasps> number one! Until this number one spirit decides the, that he's gonna make his presence known and then everything kind of dies off. Like, is this something that is or was of this earth, or is this something that never was a part of this earth? Like, whatever it is certainly seems to have the rest of our resident spirits here spooked, because what happened to me in Gracie's room has happened literally in every other section of this building to me personally. I, I do believe that he has some kind of 
power and I believe that he believes that he is some kind of like he, he wants to let us know that we should be afraid of him. Whatever this thing is, not only does it not enjoy the company of other people, but we just say it's not a negative um, elemental type of a spirit. This thing has the ability to completely shut down this location and every spirit that occupies it. We returned to one of the most haunted locations in America to face our fear and finish what we started. But instead, we faced number one. This is a very historical moment for the My Paranormal Experience crew. We locked down and conquered the infamous Malvern Manor. Pulling up to this location, you know, it's like reliving it all over again. I knew we were coming back because it's reading chapters to us. What you guys are seeing right now is, is raw, it's in the moment. I heard kill! Yeah, no, it's not moving. Well, I've never seen the periscope light up from green. I don't feel like we just ran, we were chased out. Dude. That response what blew the whole thing wide open. This is the gate. It's brick, yeah! We gotta go. The gate has to have a gatekeeper. My parent won't